morning and thank you for joining me once again and taking your Friday morning, uh, maybe devotion uh, time, uh, to take a look forward at the uh, sermon for this coming Sunday at North Clay Baptist Church and uh, we kind of pack for worship. I, I try to just give you some insight into uh, what we are hoping to accomplish, uh, what is going to be found uh, in our particular text uh, that we will be studying on a given Sunday. So this Sunday will be our first Sunday of uh, a four-part series from the little short book towards the back of your Bible, back of your New Testament, Second Peter. Now, I, I'm going to confess something that uh, I, there wasn't much of a, of, of a, a lofty um, theology, uh, you know, great amount of uh, this is, uh, you know, some colossally spiritual idea. Uh, just in looking at the calendar and just in some of my reading of the scripture, um, I was drawn to Second Peter. I thought, man, this is really a fascinating book. It's, it's interesting. And it really fits schedule-wise and, and how I want to finish the kind of the preaching calendar for the course of this year and get prepared for 2024. And, and so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm not saying it's a totally pragmatic thing. Uh, it, it just uh, it happened to fit uh, within the framework of what uh, I thought God would have us do uh, in our Sunday morning worship. And as, as I've read over the few weeks, uh, knowing that this is where we were going, um, it is interesting that, that uh, while Peter kind of takes a back seat in terms of um, our thinking about the great theologians of the early church, certainly Paul of the biblical writers is thought of as being the great theologian, Luke, the great historian. Uh, but don't, don't underestimate Peter. Uh, don't, don't neglect. He says some, some really significant things. He's consistent with uh, Paul's theology to be sure. And the interesting thing about Second Peter is he, he introduces us to uh, a, a great number of, of, of themes, of doctrinal issues, and he very quickly turns to the, to the practical relevance of, of, of these. This is, this is the truth. This is how the truth applies in, in our lives. And so uh, he uh, begins really with some statements related to the, the nature of salvation and then uh, begins to explain uh, uh, the uh, uh, realities regarding the, the Word of God. Uh, then he has a very uh, important word to speak about uh, uh, false teachers and false prophets, and that kind of stands in contrast to the, the inspiration of, of the Word. And then uh, a, a word about the, the last days. And, and, and again, not some type of just wild speculation, but, but really some, some practical wisdom uh, as it pertains to the great reality that there is a day that God has appointed for His Son to return and He will stand and judge the world. So these things are great, great doctrinal themes. And Peter does a good job of explaining them and then getting on to practical uh, areas in relation to these doctrines. So if you want to open your Bible to Second Peter, again, right before the, uh, those three epistles of John, Second uh, Peter, toward the end of your Bible, uh, Hebrew, James, First, Second Peter. Let's look at verse 3 of chapter 1, and let me just make a couple of comments, uh, again, in uh, preparing you 
uh, to gather for worship for the hearing of the Word of God. Uh, Peter wrote, His divine power has granted uh, to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. And so salvation is a, an application, it is a, a statement, it is a testimony to the power of God. That there must be a powerful working of God, and it must be personal. It has to be applied to particular individuals for them to be saved. And uh, so God works in us uh, through uh, His uh, power uh, to save us. Uh, when He saves us, uh, we begin this life of growth uh, in godliness, and we grow uh, as we come to know Christ uh, more uh, intimately, and we have been called uh, to this uh, life of, of uh, godliness, and He does it for His own glory, for His own purposes, that He is glorified in demonstrating his power in saving us. In the first epistle of Peter, he speaks that the prophets longed to look at what they were actually speaking of, and what they were speaking of was the person and work of Christ and this salvation that was going to be ours as uh, recipients and participants of the new covenant. And so God has called us uh, to this great thing of salvation, he has applied his power to our life. He has made us alive, having been previously dead in trespasses and sin. He has demonstrated his power. He's applied his power on our behalf that we would be saved, that we would grow in our knowledge of him, that we would become godly. We would know something of the greatness of the excellence of God. And again, this would all be for his glory. So just some great things and themes to unpack. I'm looking forward to this uh, uh, short series. I pray that you will uh, look forward to it as well, and I hope you'll be with us on uh, this coming Sunday morning at North Clay Baptist Church as we gather uh, for worship and we uh, begin this, uh, again, very short series uh, from this very short three-chapter epistle of Second Peter. I pray that this is a blessing to your day.